For our second meditation, we begin with words from Psalm 31. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side, as they scheme together against me, as they plot to take my life. But I trust in you, O Lord. I say you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Jesus' second expression from the cross was truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Part of the shame of the crucifixion was that Jesus was crucified between two criminals, two men judged worthy of death for actual crimes. One mocked him and railed at him in his pain. If you truly are the Son of God, save yourself and save us while you're at it. Bring us down off this cross, mocking him. The other criminal whom tradition, not the Gospels, but tradition, has told us was named Dismas, said, have you no shame? Have you no fear of God? We are rightly crucified. This man has done no wrong. He is innocent. Then he said to Jesus, remember me, Lord, when you come into your kingdom. He didn't say, save me. He didn't say, get me off the cross. He didn't say, take me to heaven. All he said was, Lord, have a thought for me. Have a remembrance of me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answers all the way instead. He never even mentions having to forgive. He never mentions the sins or the crimes. He just says, not only will I remember you, I'll take you with me to be where I am. As he had promised his disciples earlier in the Gospel of John. Truly, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. I visited a man in the hospital the night before life-threatening surgery. He wasn't a parishioner. I was the assigned chaplain for that hospital unit. And he said he didn't dare to pray. He couldn't ask his family for forgiveness. But he feared he would die the next day in surgery not having had a chance to make it right. And I said, well, can we see God's strength to forgive? He said, God has no use for me. I've done too much wrong. I've wronged my family too much. I've wronged God too much. I can't go there. I encouraged him the best I could. Perhaps I should have told him the story of Dismas more clearly. We did pray together. And he made it through the surgery the next day. In fact, went home quickly enough that I didn't get a chance to go by and, and see how he was doing after, but I pray to this day that Christ reached him, reached through his fear, reached through his shame, to say, when your day comes, 
you will be with me in paradise. What a promise. What a fulfillment. It's never too late. We may doubt a deathbed confession, but Christ knows what's true. Christ knows what's genuine. Christ knows what's honest. And it is never too late to accept the grace and mercy when we call on Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Then when our day comes, we will be with him in paradise. He's promised it. Thanks be to God. Amen. Jesus pitying the signs of the thief who near thee dies, promising him paradise, hear us, holy Jesus. Oh, remember us who pine, looking from our cross to thine. Cheer our souls with hope divine. Hear us, holy Jesus.